So the 77th edition of the Rolex Sydney to Hobart yacht race gets underway today. Predictions are that race records could be broken with the forecast of strong northerly winds from the Sydney Harbour. Kiwi sailor Phil Jamison will be on board the highly anticipated Andu Comanche 100-foot super yacht. And he joins me now. Phil, good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Excellent. Um, can you describe exactly what this 100-foot super maxi yacht is for us? One of the fastest monohull yachts in the world. Yeah, well, this was a yacht that was commissioned by um, American businessman Jim Clark back in 2014 to smash all the blue water records, being the transatlantic and the Sydney to Hobart and the 24-hour record. And she achieved all that in her infancy, and she's kind of been passed on through different owners over the years. And now we've got her back in Australia to have a crack at the Rolex Sydney to Hobart this Boxing Day. How much of a chance does the does the boat, the yacht, and the crew have? Oh, it's uh, it's got a very good chance of taking out the main prize. The uh, it's completely in our hands as a crew that we get her there safely in one piece with every all the people in one piece. The boat's super quick. It's uh, the the weather conditions look quite favourable for us. But at the end of the day, it's up to us to do our jobs, not do anything silly, and hopefully let the boat do all the work. Sounds like it's quite exhilarating. How fast can, uh, in the right conditions, how fast can the yacht travel? Oh, she can do she can do forty knots of boat speed, which is you know up kissing seventy five kilometres an hour. But um, the thing with this yacht is she will sit on twenty two, twenty seven knots all day long. So she's she's carving off five hundred mile days quite quite easily. She'll, she'll just she'll just maintain a high average. What's that like? Not much about the top end speed, but that's the high averages. Yeah. Well, what's that like in some? I mean, because the, the Sydney to Hobart conditions are world famous, not always for the right reasons. Um, but what's it like travelling at those speeds in turbulent seas? That's right. Well, normally you don't get those conditions in daylight. It always happens at night time when there's no moon and you can't see what you're doing. But mm. It can be pretty exhilarating. It's it's incredibly wet, and we're not talking about spray here. We're talking about waves hitting you like a you know the board pack of the All Blacks. It's a it's pretty full. It's pretty physical. You get beaten around a fair bit. <laughs> What's your role on the boat over the next few days? So I'm a pitman on board the boat. So I, I work in the middle of the boat with another bloke from France called Julian Croissant. And we're, we're basically the conduit between the back of the boat and the front of the boat, maintaining the communication, lifting the dagger boards up and down, lifting the sails up and down from our, our central hub, if you like. And, uh, yeah, basically trying to orchestrate the, the, uh, the chaotic orchestra that this thing is. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, how much sleep are you going to get? Oh, none. We won't get any in this race. You, we've got bunks and we have a watch system, but the reality is that on this yacht, it's, it's a relatively fast race. You know, we're looking sub 36 hours to do the race. So for sure, you'll get off you'll get off deck and down below, but I think the chances of sleeping are, are pretty slim given the forecast. Um, you've got some other Kiwis on the team as well. Um, what, what roles are they? Oh, actually, a, a couple of Kiwis, aren't there? You and uh, Ed, got, Ed Smythe, Smith? Yeah, we've, we've got uh, Ed Smythe on board. He's he's one of our primary trimmer, trimmers. So yep. He works in the cockpit along with uh, a whole bunch of us, and he's 
responsible for trimming all the front mm. sails, the the big head sills and code zeros and asymmetric spinnakers. So that's his primary role. He's uh, he's probably one of the wetter people on board. Well, I was about to say who has the who has the toughest or most dangerous job on the on the yacht. Oh, for sure, it's, it's generally it's the bowman. But we've uh, on this boat, everyone's a bowman because you can't do anything on on your own. You need a team of ten to fourteen people up there to do anything. So whenever there's a manoeuvre, it's all hands on deck. Bowman for sure get the wettest during manoeuvres, but for the trimmers, it's just a constant fire hosing yeah. down to lure. Yeah. How much is so winning? They'll, they'll need ski goggles down there. <laughs> How much is winning this race about how much money you can muster as a as a crew and to spend on the boat? Is it a bit like the America's Cup, or is there a, is it a bit more egalitarian that sort of you've all got a decent shot? Oh, I think everyone's got a shot. You know, we, we just need one piece of broken hardware, and we'll be out the back door. Um, we've spent six months trying to prepare the boat. We've spent a lot of money on the boat. You know, refitting it, we've had the keel off it, which was a, a two-week e- exercise for 15 people on it. And we've put all new rigging on the boat. It, it can be an arms race, but at the end of the day, it's Mother Nature. And if she wants you out of the race, she will knock you out of the race. You know, so we're just going to do our best to never be on the back foot and try and be super proactive with all our manoeuvres. How does it feel being a Kiwi on an Aussie boat? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're sort of the minority, aren't we, poor old Ed and I? It, it never really comes up, you know. If we get any sort of jip from them, we just bring up the Bledisloe, you know, track record, and, and it's never really an issue after that. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, thanks so much for your time, Phil Haydens, and stay safe. And uh, well, don't get too wet. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. We'll try and get the thing to to Hobart in one piece, and, and hopefully with a new course record. But we'll just take it, take it as it comes.